Okay, welcome to our podcast episode. Um, This is the Exploring Art Podcast, a Florida International University student podcast for the creative and curious. I'm your host, Mary, and I am delighted to be joined by Veronica today. Veronica, do you want to say hi? Okay, so we'd like to welcome you to our podcast. We're going to be talking about the Ghent Altarpiece. Um, So go ahead, Veronica, and give us the introduction. Well, this is a very interesting piece. It was started, it was started to be created in the mid-1420s, and it was only completed in 1432. This painting was made by Jan and Hubert van Eyck's, their brothers. This is an oil painting, very, very big painting. Yeah, this is a very tall painting. It's um, it's made as an altarpiece, which is supposed to hang above the altar in a Catholic church. Um, and something about the size of this painting really allows for a lot of details. Um, as Veronica said, it's an oil painting. So there's a lot of little um, details in the painting that was not, it was just very unique for this time in the 1400s. Not a lot of artists were able to depict this amount of detail with shadows and um, highlights and different parts of the painting, Um, especially in the panels in the top of the um, Ghent altarpiece. There's specifically one thing that struck me was the like details of like the flowers in the tiles. Um, so that was one thing that was really interesting to me, along with like the shadows of like um, the different figures of the humans. But there's also just like a lot of detail in, in the flowers and different things like that that you can see. Um, yeah, emotion in the face, a lot of emotion like in the face of the the figures, and you can see like the the emotion and the detail put into the. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, this altarpiece is um, it was originally created in the fourteen hundreds, and um, it's since then been kind of stolen a few times and brought into different places. Um, and now it has been restored um to its fullest. Um, do you want to explain like how the doors work? Um, in like the different the like structure of the panels Veronica yeah so this is a it was supposed to be kind of like a like a opening and closing to hang above you know the cathedral so it's not it wasn't supposed to the original intent wasn't supposed to be viewed as an art like work at a museum it was supposed to be it has a religious intent to it. So the doors close and open with a with a hinge. Mm-hmm. So it was, you can see all the panels in the different forms. It wasn't just like a, a painting that you see up front. It moves with the with the intent. Yeah. So as I said, there are many different places it was sold a lot, um, but eventually it ended up in a museum in Berlin in the late 19th century. Um, and in that museum, their desire was to show all parts of the 
painting all at once. Um, so as Veronica explained, it was doors that open and close. So there's seven panels on top and five on the bottom when it's open. And then you close it and you see um, on the front of the doors, um, four panels um, on the top, four panels in the middle and four panels on the bottom. Um, and it's the image of the Annunciation. Um, so in order to display all of this at once um, for the art museum, they sawed um, the front from the back. They separated them. Um, and Almost, yeah, taking out what the original intent was. They just wanted yeah. to kind of display it. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so Veronica, how do you feel about the way that they did that? I don't think that was like the right thing to do. There's always an intent to a piece of work. And in this case, I feel like the intent was to be a religious um, kind of, a, of an object to be standing in a cathedral or a church. And the minute they do that um, and they ripped it apart to display it completely, it's kind of like a disrespect to the artists that did that, you know, because it was created with an intent. Yeah, for sure. I agree. I think um, art like this, there is a lot to be learned from it, especially from the time period that it was done in. I think there's a lot to admire about it. Um, and some might argue that it should be kept with other art in a museum, but um, the artist's intent was for it to be kept above the altar. Um, where they celebrate the Holy Mass and where a lot of what is depicted in this image is believed to um, happen on the altar in a Catholic Mass. Um, so for them to sever it and um, take it away from where it was meant to be, mm -hmm. um, I, yeah, I agree. I don't think that was the best thing to do. And I don't think that was something that the artist would have chosen to have mm -hmm. them done to the painting especially um, because I mean so many people wanted it for their private collection <laughs> kind of mm -hmm. like taking away the fact that they worked so hard to create something that was meant for a specific like purpose yeah and then just taking it away just for for them yeah and it was I'm sure worth a lot of money because mm -hmm. there's like so much time that went into it um but yeah, I think the recognition that they wanted it to, to, to get, maybe that would have been um, e like easier to attain having it in a museum. But um, luckily, like for the artists and for people who argue the same, as we were just expressing, um, the altarpiece is um, currently in a cathedral in Belgium called St. Bavo. Um, and so it is kept above the altar um, according to its original purpose. Yeah, um, that's what the artist would have wanted, I'm thinking. Yeah, um, so that is good. But to get more into like the content of the painting, um, as we said, it's a um, opening and closing of the doors. So on the front of the doors, um, you can see an image um, with, at the very top, you see um, prophets, 
Um, and it sort of looks like they're holding different objects, one of them being books. Um, and just looking at the way that these prophets um, predicted the event below it of the Annunciation of the Angel Gabriel coming to the Blessed Mother, um, the detail of the dove above her head representing the Holy Spirit, and then um, the different words that were said. Um, the angel Gabriel says, Hail Mary, full of grace, and um, the woman depicted on the right being the Blessed Virgin Mary, um, saying, um, be it done to me according to your word, and I'm the handmaid of the, the Lord. Um, so, and then beneath that, seeing um, both of the statues being St. John, the different St. John's. Um, so there's the front of it. And then when you open the doors, um, there's a lot to take in. Um, in the front, you see, uh, at the very center, you see God the Father. Um, and he is wearing a crown, and there's a crown at his feet. And just like, again, the detail um, of the this painting, um but and the colors too that's something that strikes me too like the colors of it is just so full of life I guess mm -hmm. like I can see why they wanted to keep it for themselves because it's a very breathtaking painting yeah so, what would you say is the most like striking detail that you see I think it would be like the the, the colors it just like pops out when you open it especially yeah it's like the the color of the the red that they chose i guess you could say with the the green contrasting to the to the left mm -hmm. the right yeah yeah that's that's interesting i think like the front sort of being the front looks a little bit less colorful mm -hmm. and then you're right like opening it up it's very striking like you kind of go from like a tan color scheme on the front to like a very bright um, red, blue, green, especially like the green of the um, the grass and the trees and the section below um, just being very like eye-catching. Yeah, even in the front, like the, you could see the, the difference with the colors used. I think I could see like the green used in the front of the mm -hmm. piece it was very like muted like toned down and then you open it and you see like this green and this red that really like draws you in I guess you could say yeah definitely and you mentioned like the crown mm -hmm. like full of details and like roses yeah there are a lot of details like in the the jewelry of everything they're wearing um and I think, like, to a lot of people, that's just, like, really impressive art. But I think for the artists being Catholic, like, they really, their goal was to point people to, like, the greatness of God and the beauty of God. And that's something that, again, goes back to, like, you know, the original purpose, not just being, like, to make mm -hmm. a, an impressive work of art just for the sake of impressing people and having it be, like, worth more value, but really just making it about, like... Making, like, a statement, right? Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, on the top section, going to the right and the left, on the far panels, we see um Adam and Eve, mm -hmm. and 
these wings were actually um, damaged um, in the 1800s, I believe, in a fire. And um, they weren't like completely ruined, but they had to be restored. Um, and they were disconnected from the piece for quite a while. But um, now the the original painting is all restored um, and accounted for except for the bottom left corner um, of the image of the just judges. Um, so where this painting is displayed now, um, there's a mirror sort of window in the bottom left corner of the panel. Um, and yeah, apparently no one knows where that panel is kept. Um, I don't know, Veronica, do you have any theories as to why that might have been the panel that was taken or I don't know I don't really I'm not sure why do you have any ideas I think maybe it was just because that was the panel they could get their hands on I, I <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe I mean maybe I, I I think that's why I mean it was just the one they were able to get like because mm -hmm. everything is so impressive I feel like they would have been okay with getting anything mm -hmm. of these like it I don't think they had like a purpose I guess I don't know what do you what do you think yeah maybe I think even just like the the height of it like and we were talking about how big it was like to take any of the other pieces they're would all have been hard yeah yeah they're all pretty big especially the bottom center one like I can't imagine trying to mm -hmm. that seems pretty it looks to be probably about like I don't know seven feet long at least um and so maybe you're right the, the bottom left one was just easier to transport um, yeah. but it is interesting to see because the bottom left two panels look pretty similar so mm -hmm. maybe it wasn't about like what the image of was it just the fact that it was part of this altarpiece made it of value yeah um but yeah, so just continuing to go through what is in the content of this piece, um, we have God the Father in the middle, and then the Blessed Mother to his left, and St. John to his right. Um, yeah, and again, just like the striking detail of what they're wearing and their colors. Um, and then to the right and left of that, you have um, the angels and saints um, singing in mm -hmm. the choirs of heaven, and they have um, like a I think, do you know what that instrument is? Would it be a, like a an, organ? an organ? Yeah. And then that's on the right. And then the um, lectern is on the left in there. Singing and just um, the detail of their faces, I think, was mm -hmm. also pretty striking to me. Um, you mentioned earlier, like, the emotion of their faces. But also just, like, you can you can tell they're singing just from the different um, movements of their mouths their mouths yeah it's very impressive mm -hmm. um, and then the bottom centerpiece um, is said to have been the most um, like it took the most wear and tear I guess um, it, it's been worn down just from being like one of the bottom pieces and at the Catholic Mass having candles um, beneath it and having incense during the Mass, um, it just has been worn down. Um, so 
in our show notes, we'll include um, a video of the restoration of that um, piece specifically. They went in and um, restored a lot of, there were different like, um, there were different like edits for lack of a better term um, made to the painting. Um, once it was like chipping, they added paint in certain areas. Um, and one of them being like the face of the lamb that you see in the center yeah looked um more like an it looked more like an animal um when they had when they like edited it but when they restored it in this video that will um link to the show um it they were able to uncover the face the original face that looks more like a human actually um and that's just like to speak to jesus being the lamb of god and um being less of like an animal symbol and being more of like um the fact that it's like he is human and his yeah his humanness so um i found that pretty interesting too <clears throat> yeah it's, it's great that they were able to like restore it to what the original intent was mm-hmm. for that specific you know piece mm-hmm. yeah and i think that's um that's why I am happy to hear that it's being used again, like on an actual altar and mm-hmm. not just in a museum. Um, and I think maybe, yeah, more people would have access to it in a museum to see it up close, but um, it is it is like reassuring to hear that it's um, what the artist wants ultimately. Yeah. Um, so, yep. Um, was there anything else you wanted to add, Veronica? Um, just that I'm glad it, it's now serving like the purpose it was intended for and not just a, a pretty painting at a museum in, in Berlin. Now it's actually where, you know, in Belgium, where it was intended for in a cathedral. And it's very yeah it's nice yep um so thank you for joining us today i really enjoyed um learning about this painting and being able to to share our opinions with you um i think we're definitely um happy to know about this case study of this painting um and there's yeah it's just interesting learning about like the rich history of this piece that I wasn't even really aware of um, yeah. prior to today. I didn't know it existed before and the whole story that it was stolen so many times. Mm-hmm. But at the end, it has a happy ending because it's now being used with purpose, not just yeah. in a museum. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I think that's all we have on the Ghent altarpiece um, and we hope to continue learning about art through this way of history and um, learning about different th- like different ways of painting with oil and just yeah learning about the the detail of the detail that these artists are putting in um, and yeah sharing our thoughts on it um, really helps me like retain the information as well I think talking about it um kind of yeah does good in that way of um 
making us really remember it yeah Um, so okay so thank you so much for joining us today mary and i appreciate it and this concludes the exploring art podcast subscribe to exploring art podcast on itunes spotify soundcloud or wherever you get your podcast and thank you for listening please join us soon and remember to stay curious